This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and I'm excited to be joined in the studio today for the first time by a friend of mine, a fellow podcaster, a fellow Bravo lover, Ryan Bailey. Hello, Hi, how are you? I, I'm good. I'm not used to podcasting in person. I know you're you're like you're you're in the stew. This is, I mean, it truly feels like an out of body experience, and I'm just I I'm so used to a Zoom or a Streamyard, and then yeah. to actually see the person is it's magical. I love bringing people into the stew. <laughs> the energy is this electric. Is- this, this We're like must, James and Lala right yeah, now. Yeah, this is what Sheena feels like on a weekly basis <laughs> doing a, a re-record of Good as Gold. It's just the magic that's created in here. I, If you think she's in the stew on a weekly basis, um, like, more power to you. Well, I mean, when, whenever Kim Zolciak's out of the studio, Sheena's in the studio. Right, so. they just they juggle the booking back and forth. Well, I mean, the amount of... I was thinking about this when I was watching Atlanta. I was like... Man, the amount of songs Bravo has been a part of, yeah. the fact that they don't have their own Coachella at this point is is insane. The amount of music and hair care products that comes out of Bravo. The problem is everybody's set at Coachella would be two songs. That's good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> we don't have good attention spans. Ash- Ashley Darby performing Coffee and Love on the, <laughs> on the Diamond stage from 11 to 11.05. Yes. Go about your day then. And also, <laughs> can she do Coffee and Love ever again because it name checks Michael Darby in the, in the song? I, she can pull a Taylor Swift and like change the lyrics <laughs> 10 years later. Coffee. <laughs> Ashley's version. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, do we think Ashley owns her own masters? Yeah. <laughs> That's that's the other thing. Does Sheena even own her? Does Sheena own Good as Gold or does Shay own a piece of that? Because didn't he produce that back in the day? Don't make me go through the Spotify credits and see, <laughs> and see who owns what. Because I will. That's the problem is like you say it and then I will. I was well, truly something that kept me up at night one night and I didn't even bother to Google it. But I just kept thinking, does she have to share this with Shay? Because Good as Gold has had a, a renaissance this year. Yeah. Again. Like more, I mean, certainly more streams like Dana Deadly must be, you know, making the most money that she, they, whoever has made. Dina Deadly got so powerful at one point, they stopped playing the Summer House theme two seasons ago because she had also done the Summer House theme. She did? Yeah, she sang the Summer House theme. The only one she didn't do that I think is iconic is like the Southern Charm theme, which is uh, Maya Sable or Mia Sable. Our brains are I so know, pickled. Is, yeah, <laughs> there's nothing else we could possibly do with our lives at this point. I do like, I think on Bravo shows, they've gotten, they've incorporated a little bit more of the like fake reality TV music genre, yeah. like the Selling Sunset kind of interlude songs where it's like, oh, it's a whole new, I mean, we're what, in the car. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also <laughs> that, and it's like, girl bossing on a Monday, doing it now. Yeah. Strong. I don't know. It makes it makes everything feel a little more like glossy, vibrant to me. It makes you feel like you are watching the best parts of the uh, montages in a romantic comedy. 
You know, it's like when the girl's like, I'm going to job and I'm getting my coffee and I'm like petting a dog on the street. And it's like, that's the kind right, of like, music that you would hear in the, the Right, like one person's doing a photo shoot. One person's like wrangling their kids. Yes. You see a little bit of everything. And the music is so strong and overpowering that you're like forced to feel happy. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about, speaking of, I think one of the shows that does this editing well, but maybe in other areas is floundering a little bit right now is Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> It's very kind of you to compliment the editing and use you right. I mean, yeah. I, uh, I, how have you been taking in this season? Because I think my, my, my mileage has varied a little bit as we've gone through the weeks. You have all the pieces of something that could be like really great. And that's why it's so great that Bravo never really, you know, besides the old Roni you know, gets rid of these shows because, you know, the elements are there. It's just that they find the right thing, but it's wildly uneven. Like this week's episode, really a snoozer, but the week before there were elements where I was cracking up with, with, uh, Sheree and, uh, uh, you know, Sheree's in her fur coat, right. you know, meeting up with candy. And I thought it was just a hysterical scene. And then the next episode, this past week's episode just was like, Oh, even the reunion yeah. of Kim Zolciak, Sheree, uh, you know, the, the other Lisa two. and Deshaun, yeah. yeah. That should have been a powerhouse scene. And it just was, it was like yeah. Indiana Jones, where it's like, <laughs> man, I'm so glad that movie's out. And then people are like, oh, it's okay. Sheree's confessional look, she's like CGI de-aged. Her face exploded in the one talking head. And yeah. I don't, And she says she's never had a needle on her face. That was, that was strange. I don't know. But I, I agree that this week's episode, it just was like, there wasn't like a central conflict going on. And all of a sudden it was just like, I was like, taking notes and I was like I, I, I really what are you going to take notes like, on like it, it, it you know all of these things you know the, the mommy fundraiser I mean that's good but nothing really happened there right the, I mean the drama was Kenya being late and maybe having to sit separately from her plus one which then she didn't even sit down once she got there because she was so late like she just had to jump well, into the auction I think nods like like a tip of the hat with Kenya more hair care yeah and you know like it's just kind of like Sheena good as gold mm -hmm. if it's in addition to a great storyline then you're even feeling better about a callback you know some some kind of callback is amazing but if that's all it is it's just like the the dinner scene with all the the past uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta members it nothing happens so much so that you were looking at like an empty chair going where's Nene yeah, I think the OG scene was interesting because among Bravo viewers, like the respect for the OGs is like such a thing that people bring up and like, you know, it's so wrong that Vicky's not on OC and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. how dare you? And like Roni Legacy is like, you know, give these women what they deserve. And like Teresa is New Jersey, like those kind of through lines. And I feel like we don't really hear that with Atlanta, except for people being like, they screwed over Nene. Yeah. And so having that OG dinner, which was just like fully devoid of context with the rest of the episode. Like there wasn't any like, oh, like I've been going through it. So I want to see some of my old girlfriends. It was just like, here we are at a restaurant. <laughs> yes, all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. There was no like, why are you here? What's next? Like, is this setting up something? And then you know, bad luck or good luck, you have Kim Zolciak who's going through, you know, all the Croy stuff. She has the one line about like, well, me and Croy are great after 11 years. I mean, we are just fabulous. I mean, she craps on her mom, which is, you know, iconic Kim Zolciak. But then it was like, yeah, Kim, things aren't going good. You know, yeah. if you pay attention to anything, things aren't going good. So it didn't even give us good uh, tea in any sort of way. I, the Lisa Wu and... 
Kim dynamic was really interesting to me because like Lisa was fully just like I still don't really like you. Like we seen fully tipsy. She goes, she goes, I hated you for so long. And then she goes, I didn't hate you. I take that back. And then I was like, she was arguing with herself at one point. Like you could tell that Kim has like been a demon in her head for years now. Right. And I think with Atlanta, it's interesting because because um Deshaun and Lisa didn't stay on the show for very long. The the OG group doesn't feel as like iconic as a group as some of the other franchises. Whereas like you have people like Candy and Cynthia who came in in you know season two and three, and like that's really like the iconic yeah. core of Atlanta. Well, it's kind of like uh, Joe from OC. Yeah, you know, first season of OC, and then you're like, you know, she she kind of missed that whole wave when it exploded on social media. Right, like when, Kimberly didn't want to stay and be in the sun anymore. She had to go to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, To get out yes. of the sun. Well, but but uh, Deshaun, especially like I think the waiter had more lines in that scene than Deshaun. Like Deshaun was yeah. a glorified extra, and it was just like a really quick. And, and you're right, without any kind of context of why we're here, it it, it completely kneecapped that scene for me. Yeah, and it's it, going uh, a few episodes back when they did that like throwback edit, and they used the like the, oh, the old card the title card, Nini but they yeah. edited Nini out. Like <laughs> after that kind of uproar, and they ended up you know taking that out of the episode that's on Peacock. Like it feels like they're kind of trying to like stir up, like gin up the nostalgia for Atlanta, and like I just I think the Nini piece of it is a big thorn in the side of any kind of Atlanta legacy nostalgia conversation. Cause it's like, she really was that show for such a long time. This is where I would love, and I know legalities and all of that stuff, but it's kind of like, I would love this Bravo investigative unit that did like two hour documentaries, like the curious case of Natalia Grace, where it's like, <laughs> it shows to new audiences, the history of Nini, yeah. like the good, the good and why it got bad and potentially why she wouldn't be able to come back on the show. Just so the casual viewer would be like, well, I see her in every meme everywhere. Why can't she come back? People have to realize there's a very specific reason for these things. But yeah, nostalgia, you have, there's no way you can talk about Atlanta without talking about Nini, but then Nini, herself put herself in a precarious position. Mm -hmm. I, so how do you feel about Kim? Would you like to see more of her next season if she was kind of willing to to open up? I, I was thinking about this when I was waiting for my coffee this morning. Kim, I who is now happily married yeah, once she's again. Nice. To she's Croy. good. She's going to church. Everything's good. Uh, there was police cam video released yesterday about, uh, you know. No, I was thinking about this. I would almost rather see Kim's journey if the Croy stuff, if her and Croy were separating. Mm -hmm. Her pretending to be don't be tardy with all the kids and Croy and stuff like that. We've seen that. We had many seasons of that show. And if we're going to just pretend and gloss over the insanity that just went down in her life. Right. You know, either that or you have the Bravo fan that, you know, all the rage right now is to say that everything is scripted. Everything is fake. Everything is a ploy to get back on the show. Everything is you know, everything is a conspiracy, which I don't necessarily agree with. I think something was definitely wrong in that relationship, but I would almost be curious to see where Kim goes without Croy. Mm -hmm. I would be interested in that journey of her trying to flirt with guys or get another big papa or something like that. Yeah, the emancipation of Kim Solciak. <laughs> Dude, you just said that right now. I bang, I bang, I tell you she will release an album called that next year. The emancipation of Kiki. I feel like, do you feel like, she, I feel like she's the kind of person that would put on her Instagram poll, like do a poll, should I stay with with Croy and whatever happens wins, you know? <laughs> like, you guys, you bought so many of the lip kits. 
now we're gonna do the next the next poll is a link of of my like divorce kit <laughs> what but also like i remember that scene at the dinner table was so boring that i said man kim's wigs have improved so much over yeah. the years i was like these are like such better quality wigs than from where she started yeah I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring Mayflowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I I, I don't know. I mean, I think you kind of raise an interesting point that it's like the idea of things being scripted and maybe we only want to see these people if they're really actually going to let us in. And I thought about that this week with the news that Beverly Hills is apparently going back into filming <laughs> yeah, yeah. now that to to cover the Kyle and Mauricio scandal, which first of all, it's not a scandal. It's no, you it know, seems it's very. I mean, they news. seem to be in agreement on yeah. statements. They, I mean, there was a little confusion on separation and blah, blah, blah. And of course, with, you know, friendships had by Kyle right now. But I mean, all that stuff will come out when they want it to come out. But a scandal, like a scandal, like it, it would mean that like you would have to have Mauricio cheating with Dorit. Right. Then it'd be like, oh, cameras definitely need to get back up. I thought we were going to get some grainy iPhone footage of like Erica's reaction of like, I can't believe it. This is so good. You know, like <laughs> I thought that's what we were going to get. But like right. full cameras up almost seems like, yeah, I mean, 
business is booming for things like this right now. Right. Like we would see like a little smirk from Sutton and she's like, well, I feel, I feel really bad that Kyle's going through that, but you know, she can be difficult sometimes. Like, I, you know, uh, but <laughs> that's exactly, that like, I say, I say, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, she, she sometimes gets a little attitude. But when you, t- when you think about the idea of this, you know, it used to be exceedingly rare for them to be like, we got to get the cameras back up and like cover this in real time. It's like, wh- what's happening? Like, yeah, what are we covering in real they, time? They That's were posting pictures reactions. together in Aspen. They left Aspen. They're back home. Like, are we watching them just like not? I don't know. Like, shop for hats? Right, like, like, like cowboy hats? I mean, like, that is really, <laughs> I do, I am curious. I mean, the only thing that I would actually find interesting is, I mean, Kyle is so protective of her image anyways. Yeah. You know, like I said, the the big obstructions in her life seem to be with her family in terms of her sisters. But in terms of Mauricio, it always seems like a somewhat united front, even with rumors throughout the years. And Kyle is very protective of that image. So the amount of questions that are being thrown at her, not only on her marriage, but her friendships right now really seems to be, I would imagine, just work Kyle's last nerve for who she is as a person. So it really is in her court and what she's willing to share and what she feels like sharing. And that's like a big step for somebody that's been on reality television this long and for this big of a thing to happen to all of a sudden want to share all of that. I would be so here for it. But part of me, the skeptical part of me says, there's no way she would ever do that. I just, I, unless she's being encouraged and like, really, this is that the emancipation of Kyle. (laughs) Everybody's 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 free. Yeah. <laughs> I I think yeah, it's tough to imagine, especially seeing Kyle being the um, the comments clapback warrior that she is the last week or so. You know, like uh, there was another one that I saw yesterday where she was like, "If you like to read into every little thing, like read into this middle finger emoji," and it's like, but Kyle, can we also? Can we also calm down with what we call a clapback? Like, you know, some of these are just comments back. The, like, a clapback, like, tr- this truly devastating clapback. And I read that same thing. I was like, a middle finger emoji? <laughs> like, it's like when my dad first discovered emojis. I would never, like, he sent me the crazy, goofy eye one every time, and I wouldn't be considered that a Bill Bailey clapback, you know? I mean, I think the most devastating thing about it is that Kyle has been in the public eye for her entire life and still has the world's thinnest skin. <laughs> I would that see, and that's one of the weirdest entertaining see, and that's so horrible. But as a Bravo fan, you know that, and you know that it gets to her. Like, so even if like a TMZ walk and talk, they get her at that gas station with a cigarette, and she's, you know, there's an interesting thing is that even, yeah, like since a kid, and she's still, you can get her so easily. You, you know, she really does pay attention to Instagram comments, she pays attention mm-hmm. to all of that. And I always thought, the best thing about being a celebrity of any sort would be that you didn't care about that. And I was so sadly mistaken. Like they yeah. care so deeply. That's something that when I talk to housewives and Bravo Labs and stuff, I always think it's fascinating to talk about their approach to social media because it varies so widely that some are like, oh yeah, I read everything. I'm on Reddit. Like I, you know, I have to know. And some people are like, oh, I, I don't use Twitter. I, you know, Basically, somebody else is running my Instagram. Like, people really figure out kind of what works for them. But then it's like, is it, wor- is it working? <laughs> like- well, I mean, and also, I think a lot of us, 
read things about ourselves or read things about others just to get angry. Mm -hmm. You know, we are in such that culture of, I want to be angry. I want to be angry at Raquel. I want to be angry at Tom. I want to be angry, like myself included, where I would just start feeding myself information that I know would upset me. And I sometimes feel like you can't help but look. It's that like eternal car crash. And Bravo is such a great place to go because there's always going to be a character that you disagree with. There's all, it's pro wrestling. You know, there's always going to be a villain and and, and you can switch that from season to season. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you truly, can but it's something that's going to make you feel so passionate and i think that's what's not there with atlanta yeah. you're not fully passionate about any of these ladies as a group or solo even though there's are there's legends on this cast mm -hmm. i yeah i think that's that's a good call on atlanta because it's like individually i think everyone in the cast brings a lot to the table I mean, drew by the way sharing so much i mean that sister's yeah. mental health conversation uh, was so intense i mean drew and, and we know drew potentially shares the the fallout of the the Ralph relationship. I season. have I have always been like uh sometimes ironically but like I'm here for Drew because I she just entertains me and this season it's a, it's in a little bit of a heavier place. I preferred the like drop it with Drew yeah, delusion. Did, we, did I miss the drop it with Drew? Like is she still dropping it with Drew or have we moved on to I, videos and potential TV and movies? I think drop it with Drew has been dropped in favor of um returning to her quote unquote career. Which I don't mean that as shade to no, her to her acting achievements. I just mean like that's what she considers to be like her true career, and now she wants to reclaim that, and she's doing music. the The mid season trailer being themed around her like borderline pornographic music video. I'm just like, what are we doing here? Did you kiss this girl? Did you? <laughs> I mean, like, I will say, I mean, uh, bisexuals are having a huge year on Bravo, potentially. Like, like it really is this storyline. Taylor like, Armstrong, honey, let you, it out. Did you know Taylor Armstrong had a five-year relationship? Uh, no, that, that was anybody news knew. to me. And I, I thought, I was like, wait a sec. How did this never come up on Beverly Hills, just casually? How did it ever not come up? Because honestly, I think going back to Beverly Hills in 2010 or whenever they were filming, I think that would have seemed scandalous. Yeah. And she was in that toxic marriage with Russell. Like, I think that would have been kind of something that it's like, oh, we don't want to speak about that. Whereas now it's like, yeah, I did it, a girl. Well, Which is I, growth. Love to see it. Well, and I'll, the biggest growth is... I think there was only two lines after that from other cast members of I didn't know, I didn't know. And then Shannon goes, well, I had a nasty UTI this week. That was the lid. I mean, I was like, that truly is growth. This would have been a four episode arc. Right. And somebody would have tried to like expose her and it would have been this whole thing. Yeah. And she just owned it. and It was normal. And like, by the way, I was like, oh, cool. I was just more concerned. I blamed myself going, did I not pay attention to an entire season of Beverly Hills where this had come out? No, I don't I don't think that was something that was spoken about uh back back then in the 2010s. Has Brandy Glanville commented on this at all? Like she was like, oh, Taylor can be on Ultimate Girls Trip, but I can't now. Like <laughs> Brandy, uh Brandy's commenting about lots of things. I, I don't I don't try to keep up anymore. Yeah. She's, I mean, she still tweets up a storm. Drinking and tweeting is still her brand. I mean, I, yeah, I think that she just calls it tweeting now. Like, it's like you <laughs> assume that that's what's happening. And then the only fans of it all, like I, somebody said, oh, she just did a photo shoot with, um, from Danity Kane. Uh, Aubrey O'Day. Aubrey O'Day. And then I go to Aubrey O'Day's Instagram and there was a photo. It was like a 4th oh, of no. July photo of like, come to our OnlyFans to see what we've got cooking. And it was, I was like, this the simulation has gone too far. Like I almost want her back on Bravo just to protect her from Aubrey O'Day photo shoots. 
yeah, she's going to get photoshopped into like every country on earth. <laughs> our, our, yeah. One of my favorite like social media, like, <laughs> like air quote scandals was Aubrey O'Day photoshopping herself into like, like Thailand and Bali. And she got called out and she was like, it's my art. She was like, I create my, my art. She was like, I create what I want. And it's like, yes, queen. Yes, mama. Work. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I, just, I was thinking about Atlanta last night. The 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 commercials, like the you know in house marketing that they do for like yeah. movies and stuff. Like you know, Garcelle did a Barbie ad and stuff. Yeah, so good. Which which housewives cast will do an in episode Oppenheimer trailer? Like, uh, I'll tell you what's a true atomic bomb. They're gonna. They should do like a an old Atlanta um, marathon, and then on the episode where Mama Joyce is like. They said they was going to blow Phaedra the fuck up. (laughs) They can like edit Oppenheimer into that. It's like, do you know what you've created? Yeah. Christopher Nolan said he was going to blow Phaedra the fuck up. (laughs) I would just, (laughs) I would watch a whole hour of those commercials. Like, you know, like, do you remember the Atlanta one they did a couple like for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness? Oh my God. And it was just like, I think was it Cherie, Cherie and, and she just like, they like zoom. It was so bizarre. It's they, so amazing. Some, some of them work so well. Like Garcelle doing Barbie, great. I, yeah. I'm, I'm totally down for it. I It's a little tougher when they try to integrate it into the show like they did with New York a few years ago when they saw um, The Hustle, that Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, And they were yeah. like, oh, yeah, I thought the film was great. And it, did she remind you of Tinsley at all? <laughs> I remember in the Real Housewives of Orange County one from like six years ago with Tamara and Shannon Bedore. For like Terminator, <laughs> like it was it was like these aren't movies that I don't even think Shannon Bedore would ever see. Shannon Bedore would be so um, uncomfortable watching a Terminator movie. She'd be like, I he 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 like I I I, I just Why don't want running? my daughters to be around people like this. Like, <laughs> yeah, unless she has three drinks in her, and then she's honestly, great. Honestly, though, Arnold Schwarzenegger probably Shannon's type. Oh, oh, big time. <laughs> and I was, I'm reading this book about action heroes right now, like action stars like Schwarzenegger and Stallone. And I didn't realize, like I knew he cheated with like the maid and stuff, but I didn't realize when he was coming up in the seventies and eighties, what an appetite, like he was just, he would just bring girls back to the trailer and he would like, we would explore each other's bodies because we loved it so much. Like it, it wow. was just, he, it was, it's a fa- <laughs> It was a different time. It was and the competition between him and Stallone was insane. Shannon could have been one of them. You never know. Could have been. You don't know. Maybe it was. That would be amazing if that like came out just like Taylor Armstrong. Like I yeah. had a five year relationship with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost 
cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Player App Store and use code MENTION. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Taylor Armstrong, full of surprises. I'm really loving her on OC this season. It's the per... See, now... Real Housewives, okay, so we come off Vanderpump Rules. It's so intense, all of that stuff. So then Real Housewives of Orange County starts. And like, I was like, okay, slow start, but it, it's back to basics. And then if you compare it with Atlanta, that's what, like, why am I enjoying Orange County? And Atlanta sometimes feels like, you know, walking up a hill. Um, and, and I just think certain seasons are like that, but it is the, it's complete inane uh, fights. I mean, to mm-hmm. fight over IMDb is truly like a gift. To fight over movie credits, to fight over like, you know, uh, Heather Dubrow going like, I am a working woman that put my career away for my kids, as many women do in this country. And now I am coming back to Hollywood and see if there are parts for somebody like me and for you, Taylor, to make fun of. Like, it's truly impassioned, these performances. And I really, I genuinely look forward to it now each week Mm -hmm. this season. I think the the IMDb fight is just delicious to me. I think the, the Tamara and Shannon, you know, working on the the repairing their relationship that feels like something that we've been waiting for and then i think also the the kind of bizarre mystery of figuring out what the fuck jen pedranti has going on in her personal life like it all of these things are actually entertaining to me whereas on atlanta it's like i i like all the people individually but then they're spending three weeks fighting about um somebody getting shot like that's not fun well also there's in oc there's group reactions as opposed to atlanta where it seems very separated in terms of like but like the ryan jen thing everybody has expressed an opinion on that like it's like it's triggering me i can't believe what's going on like it's too much where she like the last episode she just walked off into the darkness in the woods she's like i can't i can't and it's like what I got so confused by Gina's reaction that I thought Jen cheated with Matt, her ex-husband, for a second. I was like, how is it this strong of a reaction? And, I mean, I just think that is – it's firing on all cylinders because it's weird, but they're at a point where they're all listening. And, like, Tamara, it shows you why she truly is untouchable in certain ways because she has this gift. I don't know if it's God-given, but, like – 
everybody should know Tamara's battle plan at this point. Mm -hmm. She's always does the same thing. And nobody, I mean, Emily did in a talking head, but she wasn't on the trip, is that she literally will talk smack about you and then lie to your face and said she didn't. And that person will always believe Tamara. Mm -hmm. Be like, I have no reason to doubt her. I'm like, you have 10 seasons of reasons to doubt her. That's all she does. The same. And it works every time for her. Right. Like. Jen coming onto the show as Tamara's friend, and then within five episodes, Tamara <laughs> is, you know, explaining to Gina or explaining <laughs> to um explaining to Heather and Taylor why she has issues with with Jen and the way she's handled things and you know how Ryan walked into Cut Fitness and said he wanted to fuck her and it's like what and then and then by the end of the episode like Gina's bringing it up and Tamara seems like the bad guy but then Jen is like no I understand. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, she, like it ends. Well, like they always. The other person in the scene with Tamara will end with, "But I do want to be friends with you, and I love you." And Tamara, you can always tell, be like, "It worked again. I love you too, and want to be friends with you as well." It's so. I almost want now to. Br I never thought I would say this. I want her to bring on Freddie Mellencamp now, just because I think. <laughs> I color Freddie. I think Freddie would be like, great, I'm back on. And then within three episodes, Tamara would throw her under the bus so damn hard, her head would spin. Right. Like, what's worth more, your podcast contract or your housewife's contract? <laughs> what I'm saying, I don't think Teddy would see it coming. And Tamara is just so damn good at this. I do want to also point out, I enjoy Yellowstone, the show. Like, I, I've, I've enjoyed it. It's ridiculous. Okay. But Tamara's son, Ryan, must have watched that show and fallen such in love with that show that he made it his entire personality. Did you notice the throwback to him? He's like, well, back on the ranch, is been, it's pretty crazy. It's a lot of space up. How did his accent completely, is he the Madonna of like Montana? Like this is so bizarre to also, me. Also like Mont Montana is not Texas. No. Like wh what is the accent? Like he had a full <laughs> accent. There was a full, well, back up there, it's a lot of peace and quiet, mom. I want you to buy a ranch and I could run it. I'm like, that's ridiculous. If my mom ever saw that I changed my accent completely, I don't think she'd be rushing out to buy me a ranch. Like, no. I I, I hope Ryan is doing well and, you oh, know. Oh, he finally found it. Dylan, no, he's all good. This is, he finally found his purpose, according to his mom. It's good. He found his, yeah. his promised land in, <laughs> up in Montana. I Yeah, no, I, I think it's, it's kind of inspiring to see Tamara come back after a couple seasons off and really immediately be the the alpha in the group and kind of the the pivot point that all of the issues are the revolving first two around. Episodes were bumpy, yeah. And like she like yelled on that boat, and I was like, "Well, that's you're overdoing it." And then she found her footing, and it's like no time has passed, and she literally is Queen B now. I feel like I mean she is alpha to me, right? Like she has Shannon, basically, you know. Within five episodes, Shannon's like, can we please be friends again? I mean, she kept saying, I'm going to be tentative. I'm going to be cautious. <laughs> and within five, like they're kissing in this past episode. Right. And it's like Gina has a total like, you know, rage boner for Tamara. Like she, <laughs> she like she wants to take her down. Jen is only there because of her. Taylor is only there because of her. Like Heather clearly feels like they're kind of the main characters, the two of them. And it's like, yeah, like Tamara just like is the the centerpiece of this show. I feel bad for Shannon though, because in that Shannon Tamara relationship, when Tamara speaks about like the loss of friendship and love, Tamara is actually talking about the show itself. 
She's not talking about the friendship with Shannon. She's like, I miss the show. I'm in love with the show. But when Shannon's talking about the relationship with Tamara, I think Shannon truly believes they were best friends. I don't think for a minute that Tamara thought her and Shannon were best friends. I think she wanted to be best friends with the show. And when she was kicked off the show, she was pissed at anybody that stayed on. Yeah, I mean, we've seen a lot of kind of like, like the archetypal housewives friendships that are like not they're it's not that they're not real friendships but they're also like lucrative businesses like yeah. brands in a yeah. way that it's like you have you know reasonably shady and like all these other podcasts that are happening you have you know Luann and Sonia getting a whole spin-off show together you have people going on tour together like the Trace Amigas are doing a live show yeah. you know yeah. in yeah. in yeah I don't know. Like you Mary Jane doing a residency. You have a, I mean, everybody has something. I think people, it's, I think Shannon is the kind of person where like, I think she is a little bit naive in the sense that it's like this whole Trace Amigas thing. It's like, yeah, all three of you, you know, have loved each other and had great times, but it's like, you're also, uh, Trace Amigas is a, uh, well liked brand on a TV show that, Tamra is a pretty savvy person and that, you know, she's talking about cut fitness closing and it's on to the next chapter. And it's like the next chapter for her is like reclaiming her housewife's crown. But also I don't, what was going down at cut fitness? Cut fitness seemed like more than a gym. Now it seems like a potential swinger opportunity. Like people like I, when I would go to LA fitness, which hasn't been for a very long time, <laughs> I wouldn't even look up. Like there was no like me, like I, ah, that person right there, I'm going to screw that person cut fitness. And it doesn't seem like a huge facility. So you would really notice if somebody is just going, I'm going to bang that one right there. Yeah. It's like the number one spot for 40 somethings who are probably married to go and <laughs> I'm saying like of course he's gonna say this this is I think this is cut and fitness's bread and butter of come do something weird while you work out yeah the amount of people over the years that have been casually referred to as like well we met at cut fitness or like <laughs> well we were hanging out at cut fitness and then he was there and then we got to talking and then you know we got to flirting and then whatever and it's like how many people are just like at cut fitness? <laughs> well and also a lot of these stories I mean, I hate to bring it, you know, like seemed like they happened during COVID. They were like, <laughs> yeah, two years ago. I was like, two years ago, I was going back. I was like, wasn't I in like, I just had to stay in my room during that time. Like they're fully working out and having relations. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know if we want to get too like deep no, into the no, pandemic no, timeline. Cause they're like, yeah. So, um, we met in April, 2020. And then in June, we went on vacation together. <laughs> it's like, well, wait, what? <laughs> I didn't understand the D pick in the plane. Oh god. I didn't understand that because Jen, you know, for Ryan, like, no, he he meant to send that to me. I was right next to him. I'm like, why? I mean, I didn't even understand why you would send a D pick if you were right next to somebody on the plane. And she's like, I even know what it said. And and I'm like, why would you stand? I'm so I confused. think okay. I think I don't maybe we need like a seating chart of the plane, but I think she mentioned that they were sitting like across from each other or like in a in a oh. different row. So they were like on the plane together but they weren't seated next to each other necessarily but also i was, picturing, also, a, I giving... was picturing a private plane and i was also i just <laughs> flown over on delta and i was like so he paid for the wi-fi to send that i was like oh wow because he, then he had a wi-fi connection up there to send the picture and they accidentally sent it to the wrong person i was so confused about the that's what bravo sometimes does so poorly and i think that's on by design is that like there are so many specific questions i want to ask <laughs> Like I want, I want everybody to watch the footage, everybody throw in, what do you think happened? And then when I want to go to Ryan and a talking head, like explain exactly what happened, show me your phone. Like I want to deep dive these little small moments. Yeah. I mean, I maybe, um, 
giving Jen the benefit of the doubt in pretending I understand this explanation because I, I don't necessarily believe the story. But she also makes it sound like the man has like six total contacts on his phone. She's like, well, it's it's me, his kids, well, like one friend and his mom. Who else would he be texting? It's like, does he have like a, do you remember back in the day they would have like those like phones that were just for kids and it was yeah. like a, a like or the phone you give your grandma. Yeah, like, like a dummy like just, flip phone that you put like yeah. five numbers into and it's like emergency <laughs> daughter <laughs> caretaker. <laughs> well, but see Jen, I love Jen come I think Jen's a great newbie because she's completely genuine right now. There's not and I you know you see it in how she's shocked about how Tamara's treating her. She doesn't seem to really understand how everything works yet and she's being completely genuine and open and she's even saying I feel horrible about what I did. You know like Will I I feel horrible. You know I loved him so much. You know and she's really sticking to the story of I didn't cheat. I didn't cheat and every one of these ladies is trying to pull this out of her at the same time you can tell this truly tortures her. Like for for the time right now it's that nice space where I actually really genuinely like Jen mm -hmm. even though I think, yeah, of course there's secrets there. She's very ashamed of this relationship and however it started. Yeah. I I I think she's doing fine this season. I need I feel like I am still on the outside looking in and I don't feel like I know anything about her aside from yoga and this whole relationship situation. And I'm like, I don't know if I like I don't know if you seem like a fun girl or like a. Well, what's you know. She has tons of kids. She fosters animals. She, I mean, like, there's yeah, seems she to be a really lot have... going on. She does the yoga business. We just haven't really tapped into any of like we we know it, but the main storyline that everybody's hitting on is Ryan, and we're only what six up six or seven episodes in where it's that kind of thing in the housewives where every uh, every one of those OC ladies are going like, is that a storyline? Let me hop on it. Is yeah. that a storyline? Like, what's the storyline? It's like improv actors trying to feel their way around a scene. So everybody's like, this Ryan thing has mileage. I'm going to be offended by right. it. It's like blood in the water. Like, they're yeah. all like, okay, this we can, this works This works yeah. for us. This, and suddenly, <laughs> IMDb and this, you know, like IMDb, yeah. Suddenly, we're not all talking about why Shannon and John seemingly don't really like spending time together. Oh or <laughs> that. Like, I wanted a FaceTime call to John. I wanted a drunken Shannon Bedore trying to have, like, sexy time with John Jansen on the ranch. I'm like, howdy, partner. You know, and John Jansen always seems like he's one one comment away from completely unraveling. He just seems yeah. so buttoned up, you know? And, like, one foot out the door on the whole Shannon Bedore experience. I mean, the fact that he broke up with her, um, like, right after filming, I just imagine, like, did he have some sort of mental calendar in his mind of, like, D-Day? Like, okay, filming then. And by the way, if this, if the breakup happened now, cameras would go back up for OC. You know, right. cameras would go, like, we gotta get the, we gotta capture the John Jansen Bedore. God, I mean, like, for Shannon's sake, thank God that didn't happen, because just picturing, like, Shannon just, like, bereft not knowing what to do with herself. I'm like, I, I don't want to so go there. I have friends that live in OC that bump into her all the time. She hangs out with John Jansen non -stop. Yeah, they've posted pictures together and she literally will like hashtag not together, just friends, oh, don't ask. My friend Millie saw them and went up and said, I'm a big fan. She was with her mom. You know, they were talking and she goes, John was there. She goes, by the way, we're not together. And John was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, and I'm like, wow, like, this is amazing. Like, she's telling strangers that watch it, like, well, we're not together. So I know what you think. We're not together. She's like, don't go on Reddit <laughs> and, and, and posit a theory. I love the fact of, she, like, picturing Shannon Bedore trying to figure out Reddit and trying to go down oh, those God. rabbit holes. 
because I know the Vanderpump Rules cast really yeah. they admit that they just are on. Well, that's all the, the thing. Time. Like the Vanderpump Rules cast, I think part of what made Scandaval like the thing that it was is that they're all like very online yeah, and like in, yeah. savvy enough to to get it. But like with Shannon, it's like. Watching her, she she does that ship station commercial. Oh, She's like, I, I picture it the same way she talks about like our process was painfully slow. Like that's her trying to figure out Reddit. <laughs> but else, when when Shannon says a word like painfully, painfully though, slow. The way she says it, you really you like you it. imagine how painful it genuinely was. You're like, I can see Shannon flipping out. I can see Shannon like everything. I don't know. It's just so amazing. And then you compare even as a mom, she's just so like, girls, I told you I went, went, went do I need to get a babysitter for you girls? Like, I mean, you know not to have boys in the upstairs, uh, upstairs floor. Yeah. And then Heather Debro is just like, you know, sending a private jet with her kids to colleges. Like it's like <laughs> it's really fascinating to see these two moms and how they I don't know. The the mom aspect of OC I do find interesting as well. Yeah. And it's I sometimes we see it more than others, but like Shannon's kids have been on TV for a long time now. Like yeah. she's I think we we forget how long Shannon has been on Housewives. I mean, that's, I think she's like eight seasons. And, and by the way, it's really that's why sometimes with Tamara coming back, it was like um, it, it was it was like that season that Stassi came back and I thought, oh, Katie was starting to find her voice. Katie was almost becoming mm. like more and more bearable on that uh, Vanderpump Rules. And I was like, oh, Stassi's coming back. And I was like, maybe don't be friends with her immediately so you can still find your own voice. And that was the thing with Shannon. I was like almost Shannon, I think, is going to be great regardless of who's with her. Just she's a very interesting person and she comes at life very, very differently. And that's why I'm like, you don't need Tamara or Vicky. And then Tamara's back and you can tell how much Shannon truly has an affinity for Tamara. Like she truly mm. loves Tamara. Yeah. Well, Shannon's still working on finding her voice, but yours is <laughs> yours is here with us. And, and I'm so glad. Ryan, tell everyone where they can listen to your podcast. Oh my everything. God, I want this to go. Uh, so Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Uh, we just did a, uh, an OC recap, but a lot of pop culture stories. Britney Spears' memoir, which I'm very excited yes, about. Yeah. Uh, cameras going back up in Beverly Hills. The Oppenheimer Barbie. The Barbie movie premiere. What movie premiere happens on a Sunday? Uh, the Jonah Hill text we're what covering. What movie premiere happens on a Sunday is uh, the week that the actors are about to go on strike. So by Thursday, there might not be a, a premiere to be is had. Is that why? I, I, yeah, yes. <laughs> I didn't... Thank you, Dylan. See, that's what that'll that'll be an addendum tomorrow. The Jonah Hill text we talk about. Uh, so the, too much is happening in pop culture right now. So come check it out if you want to. Uh, and then on Instagram, so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. And I get I, on threads now. Threads. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Plug on, the threads. I'm threading, you guys. Threading. I will say it is fun. It's kind of that nice first episode of a Housewives season where everything's nice right now before it gets completely nasty. Yeah. Even though I did make... Uh, a cl like a, a grammar error, error, and I immediately had four people correct me. So I'm like, ah, this is like Twitter. The, the, is... the judgy wudgies are, uh, yeah, are over there. The one comment of like, <laughs> finally, you're like, ah, just it'll, it'll never be any other way. Oh, well, thank you, Ryan. Always a pleasure. And thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter.
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.